Hello and welcome to the What We've Watched podcast. My name is Chris. This is Emmett. And this is episode 157. This week, North by Northwest. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so we uh, after doing we're gonna do a complete one eighty bad here. Movies, bad movies <laughs> month. We're doing a total one eighty um, to uh, a very super, classic movie, super uh, highly rated film. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, in stark contrast to the other the last few things we've done, it has the rare hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, and. Um, it's uh, it's one that's been kind of on our list to do for a while. Yeah, I know for myself, it's one of the few um, sort of uh, really major classic uh, Hitchcock films that I have haven't seen. Yeah, it's maybe. Oh, oh, did it on slight twist? Did it all seem oddly familiar? No, not all. <laughs> not all. Oh. I'll get to that. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's just one of those, although I'm a big Hitchcock fan, it's one of those ones that kind of slipped through the cracks a little bit, because I just that never happens. really had re- real access to mm. it. Like, um, I have the um, the uh, Alfred Hitchcock uh, Masterpiece Collection box mm. set, which is the Universal yeah. box set, um, which has most of the other really famous classics. Yeah, well, films, this is a Paramount but, film, but so... But not this one, yeah, yeah, because some of his movies are from different companies. Yeah. So, um, North and Northwest was written by Ernest Lemon, produced, and, yeah, unusually for a Hitchcock film yeah. not based on any previous yeah. um, source material, which is mm-hmm. interesting. Um, it was basically, they cooked up the yeah. thing. Uh, well, so, yes and no. Well, it's... Well, no, no, it was inspired by inspired like a, by a, 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 something that uh, was a, a, like an, yeah, yeah. an idea but that it was, was not in. a yeah. book or yeah. A, yeah. you know a prior work, published well, work. Actually, when they got together to make this film, this yeah. wasn't the film they were going to be making. Yeah. They were actually going to make another film, yeah. and then it turned out like they were like, "We don't know how to make this movie yeah. out of this a movie but, out of this story," this a, and this yeah, this but, is but and this act, got made instead. The yeah. actual full yeah. story yeah. was yeah. something that was. Like yeah. conceived specifically to be this movie. This to movie, be yeah. A, a this is no, there's film. no previous. So uh, most Hitchcock films are usually based on a book yeah. or like yeah. a article or like mm. some kind of story or you know. Mm. Um, so yeah, so this is written, written by Ernest Lemon, produced and directed by Alfred Hitchcock, and released in July 1959. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that would put it right between Vertigo and Psycho. Yeah. So definitely yeah. in that classic run. Um, this was um, in stark contrast. To Vertigo, uh, Hitchcock wanted to do something a little lighter. Uh, yeah, well, he, he does tend to go back and forth. He, he like, does. Um, a lot of, but, a lot uh, of Vertigo was, a, was... Oh, it's pretty heavy. It, yeah, not nearly, pretty heavy. Not as much uh, like comic relief uh, in that and, as, as he often and, does. And Northwest is even... I think even for Hitchcock films, Northwest, North by Northwest is pretty, yeah, pretty I mean, light. I mean, he's done stuff that was mm-hmm. pretty much like almost oh, he's done comedy. Almost, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but... Um and you know I wouldn't put this that far but it's no, 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 no. but it's definitely on that yeah, end yeah. it's on it's, the lighter end there's lots of stuff it's definitely not a movie to be taken there seriously. are elements of there are some pretty I like, think good tense moments oh yeah 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 there are some elements of heavy. exaggerated storytelling yeah. in this it's that almost, you don't see often yeah. his, his stuff's a little more usually grounded yeah. but this is he's also he decided to tackle something I often that I almost found this one to be almost because um, it's not really that similar to I mean it has elements but it's not that similar to sort of the really hardcore like Hitchcock like suspense thriller mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm. stuff but it's also not really like his more comedic stuff either no. it's sort of something else entire yeah. like it's a third thing and it almost kind of bears more resemblance to sort of um, like I, it's almost like a precursor to more modern kind of like action adventure yeah. comedy kind of stuff like light light like light feel, light action adventure feel, kind of stuff almost like a it's almost a uh, like a Bond predecessor that, that's it that's what some, I was gonna say that's what I was gonna say yeah. this movie reminded me a lot of like early Bond like obviously stuff. Like, like Sean Connery yeah Bond. like obviously yeah, yeah, it yeah. came well I mean, after the Bond the, the books, topic started, being that it's about like spy like spies, and espionage spies also and stuff, yeah. you know helps a lot but there, the fact but. that this was I mean obviously yeah. the books were were had been going oh, yeah, for some yeah. years the Bond books but this is a few you know several years before the movie mm. uh, the first movie and I so it almost is like a precursor to that mm. um, and it definitely feels like it has more it's kind of a proto 
yeah proto version of like more modern kind of like action comedies as we know it um so, so the, the basic plot of the film yeah, yeah. is uh, our main character is Cary Grant, yeah. uh, who he works in advertising, and he basically gets mistaken because of something. Roger he, Thornhill. Yeah, Roger Thornhill. Name, he, he, he says something during a meeting, yeah. uh, like it's a, a public he, meeting. Because he calls the waiter, just yeah. after the waiter calls the name, the G- George Kaplan. Yeah, George Kaplan, yeah. Uh, and then he calls for the waiter. waiter. Like so, the, because he well, because he wants to make a phone call. Yeah, because he wants to make, make a phone call. call. And so the spies think he's, he's George Kaplan, Kaplan. Yeah. And so basically, he gets drawn into this like, uh, uh, like a mistaken identity case of mistaken yeah. identity, and which leads to him like being on the run. Yeah. Um, well, he's sort of like on the run slash like trying to kind yeah. of. Find well, George Kaplan. The bad guys going on. think that he has been. He's basically following them, watching yeah. them. Like yeah. he's he's like working on their plot. Yeah. So they're basically trying to discourage him from doing yeah. so. Um, the ridiculousness of why they just don't kill him makes no sense, being how willy nilly they just kill a bunch of other people. Uh, well, the, but, well, I mean, they do kind of set it up a little bit because they well, they try to kill him at one uh, because uh, the yeah. very first thing where they yeah. put that where they like get him drunk and yeah, put they, him they, in the car. A whole they're, they're obviously trying to make it look, look like, like an, an accident, accident. And, yeah, and, yeah. and it's the same sort of thing. Like uh, when they're, I mean, this kind of skipping way ahead, but yeah. like the auction scene, yes, where he just like starts acting out and well, constantly well, drawing attention to himself. Well, because he's so trying to get the police show up, so yeah. that they can't just kill him. Yeah. You know, because it's like a public thing. Because yeah. they're trying to keep everything yeah. on the down low. Uh, specifically, so, there are certain elements to it, like how. But but that's always the case in movies. Like you can always, yeah. Like that's always a problem where you're just like, why don't the bad guys? Just, I mean, that same thing yeah. happened in Bond it's, movies all the time. You know, yeah, yeah, why don't exactly. they just like, well, like shoot him in the head and it's, it's over? It's you know, Bond. Like but there's always. The, I always feel like the difficulty of like actually shooting Bond is the hard part. Versus yeah. this, like they're given ample opportunities to kill him, like. But and like I said, like they had him in their custody the yeah. first time, but they wanted to make it look, make it look like, like an accident. they wanted to make it so that specifically there would, like, there would be I'll no draw investigation. Like attention to like the no... UN scene, yeah, where they kill the UN guy rather than killing him, which makes no sense. Well, he was standing on the other side. Yeah, yeah well, I guess to be fair, but like if and they're again, just willing again, to dispatch somebody in the middle of the UN and again, it, just just pulling over and yeah. shooting them on the street, or and, and again, it, the know. thing is, is that makes it so that. Because it will cast it made it look like on him. he was a murderer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then that would mean that he would yeah. kind of get taken okay. care of, you know. I do so, feel he managed to run out of the UN building rather easily after that. But. Well, we don't know what it was like in 1959. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, yeah. But uh, the thing about, uh, interesting thing about. Um, There's some interesting stuff about that UN filming scene, too. Yeah, well, because yeah. the, they, the UN reviewed the script and they were like, no. didn't want to yeah. be involved. So they had to basically <laughs> guerrilla film. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, him entering yeah it. I mean obviously the, the scene inside was like a yeah. set and yeah. that was yeah. just like a made up thing yeah. but like actually like showing him yeah. showing him outside the UN it was all grill it was all the uh, plaza, hidden camera on they a car, actually had yeah. to yeah they had to like do like a hidden camera thing and just like mm-hmm. just have him jump out of a car and walk across yeah because they just weren't film actually film crossing the plaza uh, there they were, they were told that they weren't mm-hmm. actually allowed to do that mm-hmm. um, which is amazing the fact that they even did it like at the actual location yeah. because um, there is a ton of actual location work in this movie. Yeah. It's a very expansive movie mm-hmm. in terms of, like, ha- having a lot of... Like, obviously, they didn't... Like, the the plot takes place all over oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the U.S. And the, it, yeah. it's very, you know, in typical spy movie fashion, mm-hmm. it's a lot of traveling around yeah. and galvanting into all mm-hmm. these different locations. Obviously, they didn't go to all the actual locations, yeah, yeah, yeah. but there was a lot of location work. Like a lot of times, they say like, "Oh, this scene takes place in such and such," but it was actually filmed like you yeah, know, similar, in California, similar, in California yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But like, the, just the fact that they did locations that mm-hmm. much at all is yeah. very unusual for a Hitchcock yeah. film because he was all about and, the studio, studio and backlot stuff. And they also did like to have total a control. lot of like anytime they were doing location stuff, yeah. and like the location wasn't perfect, they used. Like backdrops to affect the location. Uh, yeah, not too much. Normally, um, like with the house at the end. The house. Like well, the house at the end. Uh, the scenes where he's on the the road. Yeah. Um. Uh. 
where uh, he, oh, where he gets dropped off of the bus where he's told to meet the guys there, which is clearly like they're not, nobody's going to meet him. You know, they're just yeah. going to try and kill him. Or the crop dust, the, the famous yeah. crop duster scene. Yeah. Um, the, that road actually, actually really was like not that. as straight as they needed to be, and it actually curved at both okay. ends. And I was going to say, they fake I, painted backdrop yeah. off Because like, I was going to say, I was like, they were on an actual road. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. The, just, the road actually, like, the was, was nowhere near as long as he needed okay. to be. For, because they wanted the, that feeling of, like, like the you road could that see goes on forever, the, yeah, yeah and, it, and unfortunately, like they just couldn't get that, right? right. And so, like, very yeah. cleverly, like, okay. just made it. I, I was confused because I was just like, that was definitely not like a studio. Oh no, 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 they were on a road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually really like the shot where the guy that shows up to like get, catch the bus, yeah, yeah, and yeah. they're on opposite ends of the road, yeah, and that shot that's just like the really big shot of like well, that wide shot, far yeah. back of just like the two men yeah. on the east, either side of the road, yeah. kind of eyeballing each other, yeah. kind of like ah, I'm not that really sure what that's about. That, is a real that was a great shot. Um, the like complete like they make that seem as desolate as possible. Yeah. Like there's no music. Yeah. Like there's barely any sound. Like yeah. there's yeah yeah it was really it's, cool. It's they do a good job of making um, like suddenly your character has gone from being in the city yeah. to being like really nowhere. Yeah. And then, I mean, that leads into the famous crop the duster crop duster scene. scene which, um, the original idea was it was going to be a tornado. Was well, the, well it, that was the original like, like way, way early before they actually yeah, even yeah. yeah and there was a lot of discussion on how do you generate a tornado yeah, yeah. how do you and then, well, of course you know after much discussion it turned into the crop duster which was a yeah. you know, that was a super clever idea yeah um and again very it very puts in mind of like yeah. it seems it's very similar to kind of what later like later yeah. like action movies yeah. and stuff would have exactly. scenes like that they blow I mean, that plane up at the end a, too yeah it's well it's quite yeah. a spectacular explosion for actually 59. they do not blow the plane the plane that flies back and forth is not the plane they blow up at the end it's actually a different model that looks very similar yeah, that's uh, pretty they, normal for uh, movies they didn't they didn't they because of the model that they had for flying, mm-hmm. they didn't. That was a working plane. Yeah, they didn't want to wreck it, and yeah. they had like a defunct. Sure, yeah, that's and like, You think when they blow up cars? Oh yeah, no, they're blowing up the actual car cars that yeah, they're yeah, showing. Yeah. Like only, you think when they blow up like a Lamborghini, yeah, 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 they're blowing yeah, yeah. up a Lamborghini. Never. Um, but it's it's just interesting. Like like those two planes, like they're so, they're so close. Yeah. Like if you didn't. Yeah. Like, if they hadn't said that, like, probably yeah, it, nobody would have known. Like, it looked fine yeah. to me. But yeah. I was, oh, no, I was no. Distracted. I mean, they literally looked I was identical. distracted by this, no. like, the explosion oh, itself yeah, was yeah. pretty special. Oh, yeah. And they, for, right into that fuel truck. Yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, wow, that's, yeah, that's it, pretty impressive. It, it is the kind of, like, it is, that, that actually, that whole accident scene there is very, I was very, like, that's not a model. Yeah. That's. That's like real practical explosion yeah. effects. It would have been like, really obvious because there's people in well, the scene. That's you, exactly. It would have been real obvious. Because yeah, the guy gets out of they the like truck, right? They like blue screened it or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. If the guy gets was, out of the truck, yeah, You would have yeah, seen yeah. that. I mean, Easy. There is enough really obvious, like, film techniques of that style sure, in I mean, this well, film. Every driving scene well, is always processed because that's they, every old movie. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah. Not even that old. I mean, you can go back to the 80s and they were still doing stuff yeah. like that. You know, probably not. Not as not, much. Not as much. But it would still happen. Yeah. Um, but it's of the time. Um, they do have a few um, sped up scenes yeah. where they, like, it's always fine until somebody in the scene is moving. Yeah. And you're like, like the scene where they push him down the road when he like they they they, they drunk him up and yeah. they push him down the road yeah. when he goes by the cop the cop dashes into his car like yeah. like speeding his house maybe Uh-oh. that cop's just really fast he's, he's just really quick. fit he's really on the job he's really yeah. fit yeah. Yeah. that um, was such a good scene the yeah. whole like him going down the road a little and dark like, I thought I found a lot of the night scenes in this maybe it's it was just the coffee I was watching I found oh, a lot of the yeah, night scenes to be it. a little on the dark um, side I would have liked to see a little bit more crisp. more crisp but just the the like. Like the like, they show it from like kind of like the car's perspective. Yeah, yeah. They show it from like the like other car's perspective, yeah. and then they kind of show it from his perspective. And it's just this; he's just like swimming back and forth between lanes, yeah. narrowly avoiding yeah, accidents. Great cast, um, because well, obviously Cary Grant is classic in this. Yeah, but we have also uh, James Mason, who's the, the bad guy. guy. Yeah, um, and uh, then, Van Damme. Yeah, Salt Van Damme. Van, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and like Martin Lando yes. was like the head sort of henchman guy there. Yeah. And that was, yeah. pre- I, I didn't even, I, like, I knew that James Mason was in mm-hmm. it. I knew, but, young, that, young, think, but I did not know that Martin, Martin Lando Martin was in it. And I saw him and I was just like, Oh my God, Martin Lando. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and then it's like, not until like 
45 minutes in. It's a pretty long movie. It's like two hours, 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, you know, it's, it's, there's a lot of plot. There's a, yeah, there's a bit of a roller coaster um, there. But uh, it's not until about 45 minutes in that they introduce, like, the female lead, essentially, yeah. which is Ava Marie yeah. Saint. Um, as as, Eva Kendall. Yeah, Eve Kendall. Eve Kendall, yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, because when he meets her on the... it's Because he gets away train, on, the, on yeah. the train there. And, I mean, it is one of those, like, because you know... By now, by the time you meet her, you know the style of film this is. Yeah. You're like, well, she's in on it. Yeah. You're like... Not sure how, but there's yeah. no way she's a legit character. Yeah, I think that in a way that because at first of, I was like, "Oh, this is an interesting twist." Well, because, are they going to draw yeah. her in, and she's going to get caught up in his non right. like this nonsense? And then I was like, "Oh no, no, yeah, she's yeah. in." <laughs> yeah, well, it's a bit like um, uh, um, I mean, the twist on that is great because yeah. they make it. They, I think, they deliberately, the double, they very, double twist. she's yeah, the double twist. They very obviously. Make it for the audience. Yeah. That oh, well, I also geez. think that that has is such a trope. Yeah. Now that maybe it's very easy for us to recognize. In fifty nine, maybe like not. In fifty nine, so it would have yeah. been more mm. surprising. Yeah. Yeah. Not that there hadn't been other movies that had yeah, done things yeah, yeah. like that before. I mean, we're we're done with fifty nine. It's not yeah, the dark yeah. ages. Like yeah, people yeah. might think that's a long time it's, ago. Not, but there was still yeah, you know, yeah. like in fifty nine, there was already sixty years of mm-hmm. film history. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so it's it's not that yeah. um, it would be a completely well, foreign thing. It's just I mean, not as that kind of character is a, is a trope, trope from books yeah. long before. It's not as know, worn yeah. of yeah. a trope no. at that time. No. Um, um, as it, as but, it yeah, yeah, exactly. it's not as expected. I yeah. guess. Yeah, that's that, that's absolutely. But, and uh, I I think like this movie gets um, or in the past yeah. has gotten a lot of credit for being very suspenseful. Yeah, and I think. For 1959, yeah. yes. Yeah. But, like, I didn't feel any suspense watching this. Um, but because, like well, you say, because this movie it is... Was, it has a very, like, light tone that makes you kind of, like... Like, if they had wanted you to be, know if they really wanted nothing's to gonna shock happen to you, Cary Grant. if something... If they really want to shock you, they yeah. could have it be, like, there's this twist where, like... Things just go horribly. Yeah, and yeah it's yeah. like a real downer ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, I but mean, that's not like, things going you know, like a, a a twist. Not necessarily things like not necessarily a downer like ending. That would be, but a like twist. a shocking ending where, like, say, Cary Grant's character died. Yeah, would like that wouldn't be unheard of for an Alfred Hitchcock. Right. Though. You know, like they could have done that. Yeah. yeah. And, but, but what I'm saying is, is that. But at no point did I feel that was ever going to be the case, given the tone of the film. Exactly. You know. So, like, so the only re- the only way that something like that would happen would be yeah. if they were going for like a real shock twist, where they lull you into yeah. like, oh, this is a very light toned movie, yeah. and then oh, the shocking twist. You know. You know. Uh, but you could her, be fairly safe that that wasn't going to happen. Eve Kendall's character dying was always a possibility. Especially, Even then, it's a little too light for that, I think. Like, Especially once you found out being that she was a double agent, yeah. you're like, well, you know, but that was before, like, at a certain point, you also, like, there's kind of infighting in the bad guys yeah. between um, Van Damme and, uh, what's his name's character? Um, uh, Leonard, Martin Lando's yeah. character. I mean, and how, like, I he doesn't... call it infighting, per se. <laughs> He draws a gun on him. Disagreement and, on well, sort of yeah. how to go about things. Yeah, yeah. But. And because, like, Van... Like, I have a feeling maybe Van Dan even knew. And it wasn't until the end that he was supposed... That he really had to act on her being a double agent. Yeah. And even then, you know, like, you know, the way it turns out. Um, yeah. But, uh, uh, you know, but it was like, I was surprised when, like... Martin Landau's character, uh, 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 Leonard, yeah, like, he pulls a gun on him, and he's like, like, and, you know, but, it, you know, I forgot about the, oh, it's the gun with the blanks in it, you know, um, uh, yeah, but, um, I, uh, an actor that I, uh, recognized, or thought I recognized, but I have no idea who it is, and I don't know what the character was called, so I don't really know what? how to look it up, but was, uh, when, um, when, uh, Thornhill is on... Uh, was in the in court after the whole thing with the drunk drunken car crash thing. Oh, okay, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. His lawyer, I oh. swear I recognized his lawyer, but I don't sure, know who it sure. was. And I and there's no, I don't know the name of the character. So oh, yeah, yeah, up. yeah. Um, but uh, oh, just just uh, to briefly go back to Ava Marie Saint. So she was a pretty well established. Yes. 
Um, yeah. Start at this point, right? She'd been moves for a long time. Familiar face. Yeah. Um, it's funny because uh, Kendall uh, um, Eve says in the movie that she's when she's like t- talking about herself um, or you know telling uh, um, Thornhill about herself, mm. and she says like, "Oh, I'm 26. I'm and I'm unmarried." You know, mm. is there anything else you need to know about me type of thing? Yeah. And, and, uh, Eva Marie State was actually 35 when this movie was made. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, it's that thing where like at, back in those days, it's like people often looked a bit more kind of mature than what we're used to nowadays. Yeah. And so it, it, she sells it. Yeah. And, and, and speaking of, of which, uh, she's aged quite well because, uh, she's still alive well, yes. and she's now 93. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, her well, that's because she was only twenty five or twenty. Would say twenty six when that movie she, came out. She was yeah. thirty five. Oh, thirty five when that movie came out. Oh, yeah, but yeah, she, yeah. But Eve says she's twenty six, right? Mm-hmm. But she sold it. She was like, you know, even though she's like nine years older than what yeah. she says. That, of course, Eve says that she's twenty six, and but of course, yeah. Given what we know about her character, she could have been lying yeah. anyway. I mean, but to I be think, fair, I think it was, she sold it. Cary Grant was fifty five. Yeah, when this movie came out, and like. Going the other way, like, I mean, granted, Cary Grant just yeah, did well, a good job. Middle aged, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. But like, not you know, you know, it was pretty standard. Yeah, but you know. being, being that, like, well, he you was know, fit. Yeah, he know. was a fit, good looking guy. Uh, you but know. Um, yeah, it's um, uh, you could believe he's somebody in their forties. But she, she was uh, known for um, very long, having very very long hair, mm-hmm. uh, all the way up until this, and it was actually for this that so Hitchcock, was, Hitchcock was like. You know, you need, uh, for this role, like he snuck into her, and cut her hair while she was. Uh, well, no, Hitchcock was. Stop past, being creepy. Hitchcock, Hitchcock was pretty notorious for like yeah. being very controlling of like yeah. the image of what, mm. like especially the actresses. But you know, he had a, all the cast of his movies, but especially the actresses. He had a very like he had in he always had in mind like what exactly. So he would like. You know, uh, like, there was even, um, like, the studio picked, like, uh, her wardrobe originally, because mm-hmm. that was, you know, back yeah, in those standard. days. Very yeah. common for the studio to just say, this is what you're wearing. Um, and then um, neither Hitchcock or her liked what they wanted her uh, to wear. So he so, just... So they went to, like, a store, like, some, like... <laughs> of course, big, yeah. some, some upscale store, and yeah. he based... And together, but largely with Hitchcock's final, like, approval, picked out what she was going to wear so they yeah. like actually went and just yeah. and then he insisted about like the cutting her hair and stuff like that and just getting like a very so so it's like yeah it, it was um a very different it, it's another one of those things that's an interesting thing where it's kind of the impact of that is lost on us seeing yeah, in yeah. retrospect yeah. but when it came out like that would have been big, a big deals, deal because suddenly she, she would have looked very actress. different yeah. you know she would have been very familiar to the public mm-hmm. and she would have looked very different mm-hmm. And just and, and it was also a very different type of role, very different than the kinds of she she did a lot of like sort of domestic drama oh. type uh, roles so, yeah, before yeah. this, so it was a very different type of role. Uh, they worked on her voice to get like a lower huskier mm. kind of yeah. voice for the character, things like that. So it was like a very different thing um, than what people are used to. So that's something that would have made a big you know, uh, that audiences would have been really struck by back then that kind of doesn't really mean anything to us now mm-hmm. in retrospect because um, we're going back and looking at it. Um, I, uh, uh, I, there was some really good dialogue. Um, I enjoyed, uh, there's um, the... Pro- oh, the pro- uh, that's right, because I remember looking yeah. this up. Uh, to know what she looks like yeah. now, yeah. she played super. She played Martha Kent in Superman Returns. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that was 10 years ago, but, yeah, yeah. you know, so she would have been in her mid-80s. I didn't see that yeah. come up. I didn't see yeah. that come up when I was like... Yeah, because I was like, I know I've seen her in stuff before. And I was oh, like, yeah. oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, I've seen that, I've seen that, yeah. Uh, okay, okay, I was like, okay, now, now I recognize, like, some of the films yeah. she's been from. Oh, yeah. Because she seems so familiar when I saw her. I was like, I was like... Mm. She's continued to work, yeah. like, she did... Oh, yeah. Uh, I think she did a movie, like, just, just a couple years, or, like, a few years ago. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um... Yeah, and her husband was a uh, a producer and director, and uh, he lived to like ninety. He only, oh, wow. he only died like two years ago. Oh wow! So, so yeah. they were married for like sixty five years. Good job. Yeah. yeah. So going against that Hollywood, uh, you know. Yeah, last movie she was in was tw- yeah, just twenty fourteen. So yeah, like she's pretty good still, for somebody in the nineties. Yeah, still acting, yeah, so that's yep. cool. But yeah, there's some dialogue I really enjoyed. Obviously. Oh, st- uh, a lot of Cary Grant stuff is very like witty, fast-paced, kind of bam, 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 bam kind of I stuff. I kind of wish, but um, I, like I really liked his character. Yeah, 
but I kind of, and I realized this was sort of part of it. And I think they were trying to, um, I don't know if it was there pushing along, like he was putting on a bit of a front because of the situation he was yeah. in, or this was like maybe part of his, um, cause you see like a lot of, like he does a lot of things and then he almost like immediately like not deliberately, but like because of his like ad man nature, like some of his stuff, like even his name, yeah, you know, because he's got the R O was the R O T. Oh, it was always stand for nothing. nothing. <laughs> it's just there because in this way it makes a thing on the, yeah. you know, it's all about the the image, ad image. Yeah, yeah. Um, I kind of wish he he was a he was a bit of a dick sometimes. Yeah. You know, and I was oh, no, no, like, that's on purpose. And, and that's, I was like, well known. I was like, because he's very like sarcastic. Yeah, that's like, what his, and he's his very, level of like, sarcasm. I yeah. felt was a little, um, yeah. Like I was like, he seemed to be taking the situation he was in a little too lightly sometimes. Yeah. And I wasn't sure. No, if no, it was that just was on like, purpose. Yeah. Okay. His yeah. character was meant to be very, just kind of like sarcastic and very, yeah. just kind yeah. of like, yeah, you know, very like kind of witty, like the you yeah. know kind of person that would just have like always some well, could, comment or see, come back. You or, could see in certain certain situations when that like facade would start to drop. Yeah. Like whenever like the, you, you actually the first time you see it is when the guys um, when he goes to the house. Yeah. Um, and they're when they when they're gonna make make him drink all the booze and they like hold him down and stuff. You can see like he goes from being that like sort yeah. of like confident sarcasm to like. The, the, that sudden panic, like... Well, it's a pretty uh, bad I, situation. I, I, like, I can't be witty my way out of this yeah, well, anymore, you situation. know? Well, but, I mean, because at that point, he still is not 100% sure what's going what's on. What's even going on. Yeah, so, like, yeah. this still seems all like, you yeah. people are weird. Yeah, why, yeah. Are you, why are you even bothering me with your weird stuff? Yeah. And then it's like, it, I mean, after the first attempt in his life, he realizes... Yeah, uh, this is something you know, and that, that's what leads into. But yeah, the whole, I, I really like um, a bunch some of the dialogue. Like obviously, like a lot of his stuff was really witty and stuff. Yeah. But like, uh, all, all the I liked uh, the the one. Um, a lot of Eve stuff was good too. Yeah. But I liked um, the line. The one line that really stood out um, was like the one line that I wrote down because I was just like, mm. oh, that's great. Was um, the professor? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Runs, the, like, the FBI the government yeah. program that is. Uh, FBI say yeah, yeah, yeah. well, the, the same alphabet soup. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it's the line where he says, um, uh, war is hell, Mr. Thornhill, even a cold one. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because this is obviously like yeah. 59. It's so. that whole cold war thing. I, I like how they're never, that whole dialogue. There's, it's, there's never a specific thing. Like, yeah. like this is the enemy though. Like it's, they, they yeah. never bring up like, you know, the Soviets or like, yeah. it's not one of those things. It's just that, because like, Van Damme Van Damme. is like a private, yeah, yeah, yeah. like he's he's a he's a self-made mm-hmm. villain. Like yeah. he's just a private uh, thing. He runs a private, private organization yeah. where he he sells government secrets. He's import export. He's an import <laughs> exporter, of <laughs> which, sorts. which was the which was like the code for yeah. decades of yeah. oh this is a that's like a very yeah. bond. But thing. I like how it's not a specific <laughs> thing where like like he's like a like a you know he's he's like a Soviet agent. Yeah, or yeah. he's or you know like. Uh, it belong to a certain country, you know, or, or, yeah. or like you know, China, Red China, yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you know, it's it's he's just yeah, he's like a criminal, yeah, who sells state, se- like state secrets, yeah, secrets. Just, just to the highest bidder. Yeah, 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 yeah. so I kind of private liked, espionage. Yeah, I kind of yeah, liked yeah. how they didn't really make it like political, yeah. even though the political implications of yeah. the times are very obvious. Mm-hmm. But like they didn't make it a specifically explicitly political thing. Uh, that that actually that whole like actually both of the big exchanges with the professor were very good the yeah. the one the one with Thornhill oh, when at the they end meet, uh, like when he takes he take he, when he meets him at when the, he takes the him over from the police yeah. Yeah. and actually explains yeah. to him what's really going on yeah. and uh, when when and when he and when they're on the tarmac and, there yeah. and explains about like but the, about the first the, time when you being adult yeah, agent double agent, that, yeah. yeah the first time when you meet the professor at the um at the like it's like all the FBI like yeah. or um, and they're all discussing oh, that, the, the yeah. meeting, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, like just a general meeting. Yeah. There, where they're like, "What do we? What should we yeah, do about nothing. this?" And they kind of have to like, l- like hang them out to dry, yeah. unless they're gonna blow their hole up. Yeah. And the lady there who's just like, "Good luck to you, Mister Darnell. Yeah. Like wherever you are, like yeah. you've been assigned a cruel fate. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, I mean, he's, <laughs> he's innocent, but at yeah, the same yeah. time, you know, they it, the the bad guys assuming that he is uh, the, the that yeah. he's the agent, yeah, uh, that he's George Kaplan. Actually, kind of works in their the, favor. It's, the, it's a horrible thing because he's like an innocent the, man, but the, it sort of works in their favor because Thornhill's discovery of the like 
that whole hotel, hotel the entire hotel yeah, yeah. scene where he talks to all the hotel people and they're all and, thinking and they're all just like oh yeah Mr. Kaplan, Kaplan, Mr. Kaplan but they've never actually met Have Kaplan they've never yeah, yeah because it doesn't actually exist, exist yeah. yeah so it's all this like engineered stuff and he's just and his mother well because his mother's there yeah and, oh, her mother <laughs> like it's such a good like of course, like it is one of those things, and this I is was, like this is a very much weird, like fits brought, perfectly into brought, that time period yeah. of like of like oh yeah, a guy in his like late forties, early fifties, yeah. he's got full career, yeah. he's good at his job, he's got a secretary, he's in control of his life, like still has to worry about his mother, yeah. like well, interfering and, and with his life like, all the time. When they first it's such up, a fifties thing. Yeah, but when they brought up the, because they mention he mentions his mother before you actually. Oh well, because it's all about the like getting a hold of her and yeah, then, yeah. And I was like, and then well, that's what leads to the entire problem in the first place. And then when she shows up, I was like, what is she like five years older than him? <laughs> yeah. How is that his mother? Yeah. Like I know. It's like another uh, it's like another uh, Manchurian candidate kind of situation where I'm like, there's yeah. no way that that lady is his mother. Like uh, that actress was eight years older than there, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. not even close to. Because yeah. <laughs> I thought when they first like, because I thought like, oh, is that going to be? Is that like one of his like ex wives or something? Because there's a bunch of he talks about his wife. Yeah, wife, yeah. and then later on can uh, yeah. explains his ex-wife. He's married actually, twice. He's yeah. actually been married and divorced twice. Oh, it's just such a boring guy. They keep leaving. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um. Anyways, so yeah. So to kind of uh, wrap things up. Yeah. Uh, the big, the famous climax is on the the yeah. monument of mm-hmm. the uh, of Mount Rushmore there after the the fake house and. Um, that's the. Part. I didn't realize that house was fake until I looked yeah. into it afterwards. That's the part where I was like, "This seems really familiar." Oh yeah, and and it, oddly enough, the first thing was not the visuals or like the story or anything. It was the music. Oh, I was like, I'm sure that I've heard because uh, when they get to that climactic part with the uh, with all the Mount Rushmore yeah, stuff, yeah. the music gets very. Yeah, it's very made well, like that's where like the majority of the, the music. It's a, it's it, it's it all actually, really heavy. It, it's one of the few parts of the movie where there's like very little dialogue, little dialogue and, and so there yeah, it's yeah. all just like yeah. visuals. And I was like, mm, I'm I could have heard it in some yeah. other context. Maybe like some clip of that was mm. used because I mean I've seen tons of clips of that. Yeah, and then but never the entirety of that sequence. And then eventually, after a while. That whole sequence on the the, I was like, it seems really familiar. <laughs> so I don't know if I saw like in a documentary or something like clips of that scene. I think what I may have seen is I may have seen the end of the movie, as in you know like, like that, a TV that or final something. section on like caught it on TV. Yeah, sure. At sure. some point, like way in the past. Because it is very, like, the, it's pretty memorable. Then, like, it's a pretty That cool ending scene movie. is, uh, from when I was looking into it after, after seeing it, uh, yeah. is heavily discussed in uh, the Hitchcock, do- uh, like a Hitchcock documentary, which yeah. you may have seen. Maybe that's uh, how just, I saw um, it. The big part I of being, like, the, rest the, of the, movie, the, but... the thought of having this, like, um, uh, because uh, one of the original, uh, one of the original tents of this, this, this final scene is actually, he was going to uh, hide up uh, Lincoln's nose yeah, 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 yeah. and then yeah, yeah, sneeze and give himself that. And, and like, but of course, like, well, that wouldn't have been like necessarily out of character for some of the stuff in this film. And, you know, and then the, the movie, like some of the original titles for the movie were like the man up Lincoln's nose, the yeah, man yeah. who sneezed, the you know, man who sneezed Lincoln and stuff like that. It's just like, I, I could definitely have been like, that could have all absolutely panned out that way, and it would have been absolutely normal for for like movies of that era, you know. Uh, yeah, not necessarily a, a Hitchcock movie, Hitchcock yeah. film, but like for movie, for in terms of like. Um, but yeah, I'm sure that I've seen that that that, that ending scene eh? yeah. in some form. Yeah. So whether yeah. it was in a documentary or yeah. whether it was like on TV or something, because yeah, it was a big deal for Lincoln to have or for Lincoln for Hitchcock, he wanted that like yeah. like escape off of off of Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, they've done the statue. You've done the statue. It's of Liberty, Liberty thing, already. So yeah. you know. Yeah. But um, yeah, it just seems so familiar. But the rest of the movie didn't. Yeah. So, so like, you must have just seen that so part. Like, How have yeah. I seen that? Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, because that's that's quite the like that is that escape scene is where they just sort of like okay, 
we're gonna like have the big escape and we're also gonna like yeah the movie also does uh, does that thing too which is also very much of the era of like sort of that 50s 60s kind of thing where they they have the like uh like they're going for the escape and then like oh then the bad guys and then and everything and like just when like it's they don't like actually wrap it up in that scene. It actually all kind of like cuts short, and then oh, they're fine. Oh yeah, you know, yeah like yeah. you know, they do that. Yeah, like like they didn't waste a bunch of time like showing them getting rescued no, no, and stuff no, like that. Right. It's just like yes, yeah, like the last few bad guys didn't make it. Yeah, he pulls her up. Yeah, you know, but like you never see that happen. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, yeah, it, I actually really liked. That yeah, they did no, that no, but that is, it's it was, a very much of the era, like like way of of, of ending that. Like we're gonna we're gonna give you. I mean, at that point, the movie had already gone on for over two hours. Yeah, right? exactly. Was, um, yeah, I know, thought it was really cool the way they did that. I I do feel like like I mean, you know, Hitchcock paces his movies the way he paces his movies. I feel some parts of this were maybe a little slower. Uh, a little, a little more drawn out, mm-hmm. um, and not, not, not for like detriment. But I was actually surprised yeah. that like, like the, for example, the scene with the uh, where he's on the road before the the um, the crop duster comes, mm-hmm. like, because I knew that was the crop duster scene. Yeah, and I was like, wow, they're really. Yeah, building up the anticipation exactly. here, but like even more than mm. I would have expected. Like yeah. when the when the car comes out and the guy gets dropped off to go to the bus, I was yeah. like, "Wow, that seems like it's supposed to be." You're supposed to immediately, of course, think, "Oh, that's the guy he's supposed to meet," yeah. and then that's not it. And okay, but like I feel at that point we already knew that like this was a setup anyway. Uh, and again, but again, I think part of that is. Um, when this movie came out, those weren't tropes that people were used to seeing. Yeah. So. That was very much a. That, that is the actual. Uh, what was it? What was the guy's name? Uh, something green. Um, the, the 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 guy everybody was mistaking him for. Yeah, Kaplan. Kaplan. Yeah, like oh no, it's not Kaplan. But clearly, audiences you're originally supposed to think oh that it was Kaplan, and you no, it's just a guy waiting for the bus, <laughs> you know. Um, and uh, speaking of waiting for the the waiting for the bus, the you see you see they write the, yeah, the Hitchcock yeah. right at the beginning there. Yeah. I was just like, oh, he missed his bus. <laughs> um, but uh, I was I was I was surprised for for Hitchcock because usually he's a little more um, his suspense stuff often gets to the point very quickly and then because he's got something yeah because he's often know, thought, he has many more he has much to show you you know yeah um I and i was it, surprised how a little drawn out it was and i was fine with it like yeah. this movie was great and the, the movie i didn't feel like this movie was too long i was just like huh he's chosen a bit of a, a longer pacing that he usually um, does maybe a little yeah. but not too much i don't think um i just think there's but, a lot i mean I really enjoyed this. I found it quite entertaining. I don't know if it deserves like the one hundred percent perfect film, but like, well, you know, that's, I mean, <laughs> don't take that exactly yeah, as a yeah, yeah, thing yeah. because yeah, the thing is, is that um, the difference of like a ninety-eight or ninety-nine or yeah, 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 it's it's a very minor thing. The thing is, is that a lot of movies that are still great films aren't necessarily going to have a hundred. Yeah, yeah. Because oftentimes very grilt, grilt, very grilt films. <laughs> grilt films. Often a very great film will have something about it that can be a little bit polarizing. Yeah, yeah. And that's sure, part sure. of what makes it great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that not everyone is going to get, oh, yeah, for, sure. you know, for lack of a better term. Yeah, yeah. Quote, unquote. Some <laughs> aspect that, you know, <laughs> is part of what makes <laughs> it great. And so oftentimes you'll see uh, films that will be rated a little bit lower than you might expect that yeah. are, like, well-known to be, like, very great movies. But, you know, it's because, like, there's always going to be those couple of critics out there who are just like, oh, I don't think that this yeah. aspect is yeah. a good aspect. But, like, that sometimes that aspect that they're criticizing mm-hmm. is some sort of quirk that just doesn't work for them. Yeah, exactly. But that makes it really... So it's, it's something that doesn't jive with them personally. But it's something that yeah. was, makes it great for a lot of other, other people. people. Yeah, yeah. So, you I know, mean, for me... Because, like, looking like, at it... The you, star of this movie... Because all, all the other major, like, Hitchcock films that you would think, like, are the top ranked, mm-hmm. you know, when you go... You yeah. go through all the list of, like, the top five, like... Hitchcock you know, films, yeah. What you would think would be, like, 
And it's like, this is like the only one of those that has 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you think like, well, does that mean that this is like the best one? Yeah. Well, no, it's just, I mean, you know. You end up with that thing too. This like, one was a bit, it's, it, this one is like, for lack of a better term. Uh, it's a good catch-all. It's more kind of safe in yes. some ways. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, yeah. take as much risk yeah. as a lot of, I, of which, stuff. I, which right. to me, I'm like, I, I absolutely agree. Yeah. And like any critic who would see that would therefore like I, I would consider that a knock movies who play it safe yeah like that's like it's not necessarily but it makes bad. it easier like, like a movie that it plays it safe is yeah. not necessarily uh, that is whether it play, the, the fact that it plays it safe is not necessarily a bad or good thing that depends on how how they play it safe yeah. um, it's the uh, the fact that it doesn't and especially coming from Hitchcock yeah. um I mean, it, it, you know, clearly his intent was not to make a movie that played it safe. It just turned out that way when viewed by you know the well, wider audiences. Well, because um, you don't want to make the same movie over. Well, again, exactly, right? like, exactly. The fact because you know. all of his movies, like, all of his I movies really have like certain this, Hitchcock. But I would not yet. put this as my favorite Hitchcock film. No, you know, I, I'm not sure I would, would even put it in my top five. Oh, I, I think it would even probably it be is, in my it is top traditionally five. typically considered yeah. to be yeah. in like the top four or five yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Of, of Hitchcock films. Yeah. I don't know if I would yeah. put it in my top five. Yeah. Like, I just think that it was... I think it was really good, but it was just... I think almost bordering... I, I hate to say it, because it's a, it's a masterful film. Yeah. It's a Hitchcock film. It's great. But almost bordering on kind of bland in comparison to some of his and other that's, stuff. And that's sort of what I was actually... You, you actually phrased it better. Yeah. When I was getting to when I was saying, like, things kind of were like... The way scenes kind of ran long, they sort of started to run bland yeah and that's like, not to say that it's not a great the film. star of it this movie is. i think is like dialogue character interaction yeah. the plot and again this is from a 2018 viewing yeah. is neither here nor there hmm. i've seen I like the plot a lot. Oh, i like the plot but I there was nothing was surprising well about it it's i've seen a dozen movies that are this it. exact yeah, you know, I like, didn't see it as something maybe in 59 it was well that's the thing but that's i didn't thing. see like, it as i feel like this movie inspired a ton of movies I've seen. Yeah, I didn't really so see So it's the, not a surprise to see it yeah, now. Yeah, I didn't really yeah. see the lack of it, the plot being surprising as a negative for me, though, because I felt that Ooh. it was... Uh, the entertainment value yeah, was very exactly. high. This movie was so, was very fun. Yeah, like, so for me, it Ooh, was like... I wouldn't say it's a negative. Yeah. I just, from Hitchcock... Yeah. Like... Well, that's a, why I said, like, like it's not going to be... strong plot element... Yeah. Like, a surprising strong plot element is often what you get from yeah. his movies. Yeah. Um, and this, again, he wanted to make a different film. I'm not, yeah. I'm good and will not knock it for yeah. the, you know, like you said, you yeah. can't really knock it for the plot. Yeah. Um, it's just not what I was expecting. Okay. Um, but I still really liked it and yeah. I'm, I'm glad I finally got around course, to watching I mean, it. It is a great film. I yeah. just, yeah. it's just, um, I, you know, there are still other Hitchcock ones that I prefer. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, that's all. I mean, it, it probably also suffers a bit from that, um, when a movie is acclaimed for such a long period of time, saying something, anytime anybody says anything like maybe negative about it, like it's immediately dismissed, and like and it's like, well, all reviews are opinions, you know, like, yeah. but it's it makes it harder and harder to 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 um, uh, because like going into this knowing that this film was a hundred percent film that it was yeah, yeah. very highly rated, uh, my expectations were high. I mean, right. they were. Well, of course, they would be. Yeah. They were for more or less met. You yeah. know, I was very entertained. This was an, an excellent film, but it, it um, was it was lacking that. But I, I kind of was like, if I had gone into this, like I went into this not knowing anything about the movie other than yeah. Cary Grant was in it. Um, but if I had gone into this not knowing, like having no idea what critics thought of this movie, yeah, like. I wonder how I would have felt. Yeah. Like during the like during the viewing, I wonder how much more of a like sort of a mm. uh, an expectation roller coaster I would have been on yeah. while watching it, rather than knowing that like, well, this is a fantastic film, you know. But also, yeah, for me, is Hitchcock like mm-hmm. how many stinkers did Hitchcock do? Not much. Yeah, exactly. So like, mm, I knew at the very least it was going to probably be anywhere between good and very good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. So and, and, it, and it is, it is. I'm just saying, like, for preference wise, I wasn't going to be surprised and being like, oh, this is his terrible film. Yeah. you know, like it, it is. And, and, and I mean, uh, just thank from, goodness. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been a shocker. That'd be embarrassing. It would have been. A, um, oh, but if, it's our secret fifth bad film. <laughs> for 
for just a preference. That's yeah. all it is. Oh, no, like, no, For exactly. myself, yeah. uh, my personal yeah. preferences, mm-hmm. I just don't like it as much yeah. as I would probably other... put it in, like, in a f- top five. Top five Alfred Hitchcock films. Hmm. There's a good top five. Uh... I would probably sneak it in probably at like four or five. Yeah, which is uh, typically, I mean... Is that where, is, I guess that's probably where a lot of... Well, it's considered to be yeah, in yeah. the top sort of four or so. Yeah. I mean, the top four are usually cited as this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Psycho, yeah. Vertigo, and Rear Window. Window. Like, Rear those Window's kind of, one. Those are, yeah, yeah. I mean, we talked about a lot yeah. of that. I know you love Rear but Window. Like, but like, for I me... I do too, but... Like, Psycho wouldn't be on my top five. Yeah. You're like, I, I like Psycho fine, but like not nearly as much as I like Rear Window and Vertigo and, yeah. and number of other ones. Psycho is just, it's so lean and mean. Like it's just, it's, it's so perfect as just what it is. Like it's so, because it's so There's simple. no chaff. There's no. It's very simple. It's not two hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> no, it's very short. It's very simple <laughs> yeah. plot. Yeah. And it's very just like perfectly yeah. crafted. <laughs> and it's anchored not... by an incredible not performance. watching his films in any degree of uh, like chrono- chronological order. Yes. Uh, Psycho is like kind of middle of his career, right? Or is it towards the end? Psycho is later. Is Psycho later, is okay. 1960. Yeah. So okay. it's after this. After this, yeah, okay. Uh, after Vertigo, after yeah. Rewindow. So again, like, yeah, because uh, this was right in between Vertigo and Rewindow. Uh, no, this is after Rewindow's earlier. Rewindow's oh. like 54, what, what I came think. After? This 50, was 57, I think. Oh, okay. This, this was... was in between Vertigo and Psycho. Psycho. This is Vertigo 59. This Vertigo is 59. Vertigo was 58, I believe. And then Psycho was 60. And 60. Yeah, yeah, Psycho okay, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, it can, both of those it are It can be like, a little bit Vertigo, odd because... Psycho, Vertigo and Psycho are very, like, serious. Yeah. Beca- exactly. Like, yeah. like, and because Psycho came out... Because Psycho was black and white... Mm-hmm. Uh, it can often be a little bit oh, yeah, disorienting. This is color. Yeah. It can be a bit disorienting because he was uh, Hitchcock was so full on color. Yeah, right. I mean, but uh, like Rope, Psycho was so much. Yeah, Rope came out forty eight. Yeah, and that was color. color. Yeah, right. All of his fifties classics. That would probably also be on my top five. Uh, all of his fifties classics are all color. Yeah, and very much so. They yeah, were yeah. like full he leaned on that color, yeah. real vibrant. Yeah. Um, so the fact that they made Psycho in, in yeah. black and white was a very deliberate artistic choice. Um, Shows how much I remember that, which uh, I think works really well. That uh, I can't imagine that documentary Psycho movie in, they made of of uh, him. Yeah, Psycho uh, in in color I think would be so weird. I don't think it would work half as good. <laughs> Being in black and white gives that film such a different atmosphere than if it was in color. Yeah. It would. I mean, well, it feels more you, claustrophobic. You, it feels here's, more here's, like. Here's how you know Oppressive. how that film would be all right if it felt how that film would feel in color. Yeah, you just watch it. The remake, which yeah. is like shot for shot. Right? Well, You've seen it. The, I have. Yeah, yeah. The, the remake <laughs> also has the problem of having way less good actors. Like, well, cast that's rough stuff too. That's rough, right? right. So it's yeah. like they're basically making the same scenes mm. and making them in color and making them like modern, yeah. sort of. Um, it's really weird how it like. It, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. that's a discussion for another, another discussion. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah, we. I think we we should. I I would like to probably uh, watch a couple of other Hitchcock films that I haven't seen a little yeah. more. Some of his like slightly less. I think stuff. If you've never seen um, Shadow of a Doubt, I've never seen Shadow of a Doubt. It's incredible. Okay. It is one of the best. So, it probably would. Be uh, but I would love to do a whether we do a top, top five, five or five. Yeah. just a like just like a yeah. Hitchcock discussion. Uh, I feel like. I'm, seen like a good dozen yeah, Shadow of a Doubt, films at Shadow least. Shadow of a Doubt is you know. about like this uh, young girl who her, like her uncle uh, mm. her like the cool uncle oh, comes, th- yes, comes okay. to visit. Yeah, yeah I haven't seen it but it I know starts this one. to yeah, sort yeah. of dawn that he might be this like notorious like murderer yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Is, that they're looking yeah. for. And cool uncle's not so cool. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah. freaking amazing. It's definitely that would be in my top five oh, yeah. films uh-huh. for sure. It's a great film. I uh, yeah yeah. So that would be uh, in there. Um, say for example, we did a Hitchcock film many moons ago. Oh yeah, Family Plot. Family Plot which was very late in his career. Yeah, and I was like real like it was all right. It like, was it, fun. It, I mean, it was very much a product of his time yes. and a product of a filmmaker that was well past their prime, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was still well, really well yeah. done. Uh, so it was, so like, I'd say like, it was 
Not what I would go to a Hitchcock film for. No, like, but you wouldn't normally be like, I'm gonna like even if you're North by Northwest. Like, if you're as go, different as it is, it, yeah. From but a lot of stuff, if you're gonna stuff, go, I'm gonna watch more. a Hitchcock film. You wouldn't go. I'm gonna watch a Hitchcock film from the '70s. That's true. Like you would never do that. Yeah, you yeah. would pick one of the yeah. you know '50s yeah. classics or yeah. '60s or yeah. even '40s. I mean, generally, yeah. when I say I want to watch a film, I don't pick anything from the '70s. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> I know that's like your favorite era film. Because it's the best. But we can all agree that that is not true. Uh, yeah, I think it's the best <laughs> in terms of like sheer volume of yeah. great films. There sure. are many great films yeah. from every decade. Yeah. But in terms of the sheer volume, yeah, yeah, it's 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 uh, also the best for. Well, it is a it is it's one of those like it was um, also the best decade. It's a progenitor decade yeah. where like the first and all and not necessarily the first but the most well tuned version of so many styles of yeah. films were done it's also the best um, decade in terms of um, actual like in terms of technically speaking in terms of actual film quality oh really like, eh? in terms of the look of movies oh, yeah, yeah. is the best decade easily yeah. because the because after that because like in the well, 80s, it, in the it, 80s everything went it like, was so cheap and well yeah it was like more the thing yeah. that it was like kind of grainy and kind of like yeah. not as good looking which I mean doesn't mean like that's a style that doesn't yeah exactly yeah. it's a style <laughs> but if you're just looking at pure yeah. like beauty of visual film yeah then you know yeah. the 80s actually looked worse than the 70s but I mean, there's lots of great '80s movies, and yeah, I, mean, yeah. I love '80s movies. Yeah, yeah. That's when I was, it's, you know, that's you our know, childhood. There's a good movies always coming out, as yeah, it turns out. That's our childhoods. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I just think that um, in terms of like the sheer volume of just great films, yeah. I, for me, it's still the '70s. Yeah, I remember when we did our top. I almost said our top our top seventy of the seventies. Our top ten of the seventies. Yeah. Uh, that uh, the top five of the seventies. I guess yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah. Um, for, that was episode seventy. But those who let's go back yeah and look at that. well uh, that's all the decade ones yeah. we did like 50 60 well, 40 50 yeah. 60 70 i'm i'm wondering i i would have to go back because mm. gosh i do not remember what i put on that list yeah. but i'm wondering if uh north by northwest would have made it onto my top five of the 50s that was a very tough year for me that was a very tight year for me that was a tight list the 50s were great because yeah. we had stuff like i mean because i mean as far as the hitchcock stuff i mean obviously there's like vertigo i think you had rear window i, I have rear window yeah. um and vertigo is my favorite so i yeah. have vertigo but um rear window is amazing too though oh well, i like both of them i yeah. like both of those no there's no doubt yeah. they're both amazing well like in different ways too like but but like I mean, those two in the rain yeah i mean there was so many great 50s films that i don't think that even I don't think um, Northwest, Northwest would have even made it. it. Honorable mention for because, sure, but sure, yeah, yeah. it's it's a great film, like yeah. I say, but just yeah. for my own personal yeah. preferences. So yeah. if you haven't seen North by Northwest yeah. and you're looking for Hitchcock, yeah. something a little different than yeah. the the Vertigo. I mean, wrote, I would never you know, recommend against a Hitchcock mm -hmm. film. That yeah, will sure. never happen. No. Like you could watch the worst Hitchcock film uh, yeah. and it would still well, be say, better like, than. Knowing this was a Hitchcock, the worst it was probably going to be was yeah. it's good. Yeah, <laughs> you I mean, know, it's there's never be a better fear than there. Average. Yeah, yeah. Even the worst Hitchcock yeah. film is going to be better than average. Uh, it's so. too bad he didn't do like an, a, one exceptional stinker. That's just like for no reason. <laughs> this movie is just garbage. Yeah. And like, but he never explained it away. He never apologized <laughs> uh, for. He never said. And yeah. it just like it just sits as this weird anomaly. And like he did it just to screw with people. Yeah. Like, like decades from now, people are still going to wonder where I this mean, weird garbage Hitchcock film came from. I'd be interested to go back and like look at like what was his like worst, worst film. Yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. So yeah. that would be kind of interesting. Yeah. But to be fair, I haven't seen. I mean, there's tons yeah. that I haven't seen from like, the earlier yeah. years and stuff like that. I mean, That's most of the I've seen I've very seen little of his 30s stuff yeah. or his, like, yeah. even 20s stuff. Like, all his oh, silent yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 sure. I, I haven't seen know, really yeah, any yeah, of that yeah. stuff. So but, I actually have, like, a box set, like, one of those kind of, um, like, bargain box sets that has, like, a ton of the really early stuff. Oh, really? oh nice. A lot of, like, the 20s and 30s stuff. Um, so, yeah. But I haven't really uh, cracked into it yet. Mm. Anyways, uh, well, something for the future. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thanks everyone for listening this week. Yeah. We will be back next week with episode one fifty eight. Yeah. Uh, until then, I'm Chris. Nice. Cheers. Bye bye.